Trust is so easy to have, but once lost, so hard to rebuild. Today, I am talking about five ways you can build a trustworthy relationship with your teen daughter. You want to understand your daughter, and she wants you to understand her as well. Trust is at the center of it all. Are you ready to tune in? But first, Mama, are you looking for a supportive mom community? The common thing I ask moms I work with to be the most valuable is having a community with other moms who get it. Moms who are also in the season of raising a tween and teen girl. Did you know that there's a free mom community for you? I invite you to be a part of it. You can join by going to linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. Hey mama, welcome to the Raising Her Confidently podcast. I'm Jeannie Baldomero, a mom of three, wife, friend, mom mentor, and your number one advocate for healthy mother-daughter relationships. I know you're frustrated with this new season of Raising Your Daughter. You find yourself literally Googling parenting a tween or teen girl because you just want to understand and help her out. You wish you could connect with your daughter with tools for a healthy relationship, guide her to be responsible and independent through boundary setting, and create a supportive community for you and your daughter. So mom, if you're ready to create an authentic and genuine relationship with your girl that is thriving and not just surviving, grab that glass of Merlot and kick off those fuzzy slippers and let's get going. I remember when I was a teacher's aide at a private school so many, many years ago. I shouldn't say many, many years ago. Did I just age myself? We had a field trip to go rock climbing. The teachers and our high school students at the time We're going to go together to this field trip. I'm not talking about an indoor rock climbing gym. It was about a 45-minute hike to an actual rock. We were going to climb a real rock. As I was climbing, and I love climbing. Actually, rock climbing is an activity that I enjoy a lot. I just don't like coming back down. I'll explain why. Well, it was my turn to climb the rock, and I had an a belayer, the person that holds the rope to make sure that you're not going to fall. Or if you slip, they can hold onto this rope and it holds you and it keeps you from falling, right? So my belayer happened to be a freshman in high school. Yes, a freshman in high school. And did I mention the fact that I'm actually afraid of heights as much as I like to climb up? It's the coming down that makes me very, very nervous. And then I was thinking, okay, well, I climbed to the top. I don't need my ballet anymore because I'm going to walk around. Nope, that was not the task. The task was being repelled back down this 100 foot, really 30 foot rock with my life literally in the hands of a high school student. Trust is the ability to fully be open and surrender the most vulnerable parts of you with someone else. Yes, I made it that day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That day I had to put my trust in his hands, the high school student. This is what building your relationship with your daughter will look like. Trust is scary and vulnerable and a chance for risk. Trust is like a thin sheet of paper in parenting your daughter, especially in the tween teen stage. It can easily rip with just one motion. 
Whether you are having an amazing relationship with your daughter or one that ebbs and flows, we desire one that is built on trust. And so does your daughter, no matter what she says to you or what she portrays towards you. She wants someone who knows has her back and that she is tr- she can truly be herself. Someone who is in her corner and is confident in that. So mom, we being imperfect people probably didn't have a mod- one model to us. Our moms might have been imperfect as well. Or maybe you've been blessed to have a mother-daughter relationship that was amazing from the start. I have a dear friend who has that relationship with her mom and had had that from such a young age. Well, what about us who didn't or maybe struggled to bridge that gap of trust with their own daughter or my mom with me? Well, I'll share five ways I've continually and most times consistently implement in building a trust, trusting relationship with my daughter. Are you ready? Number one, Create appropriate boundaries. Wow, I'm not able to talk today. You know what it is? I'm, if you can hear it in my voice, I'm going through a cold right now. So please give me some grace as I'm speaking today. Um, I'm a little nasally. I'll probably throw in a couple sniffles or coughs in there. But I will get through this, I promise. So here we go. Number one, create appropriate boundaries. As much as they resist them, they need them and they will appreciate them maybe not now but they will it keeps them safe from themselves and from others and other situations now these boundaries i said appropriate they need to be age appropriate if your 16 year old still needs to ask you to use the oven to cook then we're inadvertently telling your daughter we don't trust them with the oven or with the stovetop so boundaries need to be set to make enough space for them to make the right choices for themselves. This shows them you trust them with more responsibility and making the right choices. In my program, Rooted, we actually go uh, over what appropriate boundaries are like for each age group. Now, each family dynamic is different. And so most parents in general will have these boundaries that are more appropriate for each age group and we're able to work through them together so that we're uh, making sure that we're bouncing these ideas of what appropriate boundaries should look like at each age group during this program. So if you want to learn more about that, just go to JeannieBaldomero.com and there's more information on the Rooted program. Number two, practice your neutral face. I literally had this conversation yesterday with a good friend uh, and we were talking about having a neutral face and That was an aha moment for me. And it's like, yes, we need to practice our neutral face because if you know me or get to know me, I might not necessarily have it in my voice, but I definitely show my feelings on my face and I cannot hide it. That's my nemesis is I can show my feelings on my face and my kids can call me out on it for sure about how I'm feeling just by looking at my face and my facial expressions. So practice your neutral face. Practice not to react either in your facial expressions, in your tone, and in your body language. The reason why you want to do that is because you want to build trust in what your daughter is sharing with you. Um, Just because you don't necessarily agree with what they're saying doesn't mean you have to show it. 
it's a way to process because this allows that boundary to go down. She's sharing something very vulnerable, something that she believes in personally. And even if you don't agree with it, she's the point is that she's trusting you with this information, the depths of her thoughts, being vulnerable with you. Isn't that what you want after all? And sometimes as little as a facial expression can be something blown to something huge into a judgmental look and then it'll just cut her off from sharing with you in the future so practice that neutral face so important thank you my friend janine number three be consistent do what you say you'll do this goes for promises made by the way i rarely make promises to my daughter until i am certain i can keep them for example if I'm not quite sure we'll have time to go to the mall. And she asked me, hey, can we go to the mall this afternoon? And I know I have a busy schedule. I will not promise that we will. I will say, it depends. Let me get back to you. I'm not quite sure. That is not a promise. That is, I acknowledge what you want to do. I'll do my best, but I haven't promised you anything, right? Because she wants to know that I can keep my promises. Be consistent with what you're doing, even when you ask her to do, are you doing what you're saying you're going to do? Are you doing what you're asking them to do? Because she's always watching, right? Are you doing the things you advise her to do? Like wash your own plate when you insist that she does, right? Things like that. Number three, or is that number four? Number four, be the bad guy. I say it one more time. Be the bad guy, not in I'm ruining your life, bad guy, but be her person. Are you willing to be the fall guy when she needs an out? For example, she is invited to a party her friends want her to attend, but she knows they'll be drinking and she doesn't want to be a part of that. So instead of having to explain herself and being ridiculed, risk being ridiculed by her friends or judged by her friends, she'll simply say, my mom won't let me attend. I can't go. Be okay to be the bad guy. Not only are you being her safe person, you're being her excuse to get out of these things. And boy, does that build trust when she knows she can be secure in you and taking that type of fall, right? I'm happy to do that for my daughter all the time. Next, be intentional with carving some time to spend with her. When you do that, you see her on busy days, taking five minutes to ask how she's doing, you see her on a Saturday morning. You both happen to be free. Go shopping. You see her. This tells her that she matters, that her time matters. Your time matters with her. So be intentional with carving some time to spend with her. You never know what that time can unveil and the type of nurturing and um, intimacy that can happen during these times, right? It shows her that you see her and you're willing to spend some time with her. Well, I did say five, didn't I? Well, I'm going to give you a bonus. And this one, I think I like a lot. Be honest. Be honest with her. Don't sugarcoat a straight question she may have for you. Girls can sniff out when you aren't completely honest. If you aren't comfortable with sharing, then be honest with your uncomfortableness, right? But whatever you do, be honest with her. And that is such a great way to start to move closer and build that trust. 
Okay, of the six ways to build trust, plus that bonus, which can you work on today? Would it be looking at the boundaries that you have set and refreshing them with her current age? Or maybe practicing your neutral face and neutral tone. Practice it with a friend, maybe your spouse. Pick one today to tackle. Don't let this episode just play and the value gets tucked away without any action. Trust building takes time and consistency. So take an area and work on it that best suits your relationship with her. So there you have it. Ways to build trust with your relationship with your daughter. Hey, don't forget, you have a community of moms who get you. Come on over to our free mom support group at linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.